Here we are having conversations live with Rabbi Guy, all the way from Binyamina, Israel, and Steve Gooden from the East Coast. They call that um, Rabbi Guy, the East Coast is called the Right Coast, and the West Coast is called the Left Coast because the people out West are crazy. What do you think about that coming all the way from Israel? Well, I think crazy is an underestimation. The people here are absolutely insane. Well, I think insanity is a compliment. What's worse than insane? There's got to be something worse than insane. At least insane has some reasonable uh, justification for how they got there. I can't explain insanity. I can't explain this level of insanity out west. Uh, you know, I have to agree with you because if someone is insane, you can claim that he is free from liability due to his condition. Correct, but yeah. these people are not insane. They no. just act. Insane. insane. Well, that's even worse. So it's a far. So they're pretending to be insane. It's like that guy who committed the murder, uh, sane of mind, but his attorney, a lawyer, tells him, well, just kind of pretend, like kind of like David did in the Bible, right? Didn't David do yeah. that once in the Bible? Try to pretend he was crazy? Yeah, when David went to the king of Gath and he was scared because they started saying, wait a second, is yeah. that not David that we sing about, that he killed his mm-hmm. tens of thousands? Mm-hmm. And David freaked out and said, well, those people were going to kill me, so I'm going to start drooling on my beard and scratch the door. Yeah. Nobody messes with crazy. Nope. Yeah, they, oh, and then the king was like, oh, look, 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 is that the same guy? That guy's crazy. Yeah, and right. he said, do I have a short of madman that you bring me this guy? Yeah, who's See, this there's guy? crazy people everywhere. Huh? And he, but he was smart about it. He decided, okay, listen, I'm, I'm not in the best position to take them out. I'll just pretend to be crazy. Nobody likes to mess with crazy. You see a guy walking down the street talking to himself. You want to talk to him? No, flailing his hands, screaming, hitting himself on the head, pulling his head, laughing gregariously and rolling on the ground. You run the opposite way. Yeah. Yeah, typically. If you want to really want to avoid being attacked by a criminal, just act like a zombie. Act like you're crazy. Nobody wants to get near you. Amen. See, the problem with the people here, though, is they don't act like that. They just act even worse. They just act like there is no God. Yeah. Like they can do whatever they want to do and nobody sees it. Well, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And actually, I would prefer the guy walking down the street flailing his hands, talking to himself, to the ones that's in a suit and a tie or yoga pants all day in California that smile in your face. Remember that old song, smile in your face, right? They, they lie. Smile in your face and stab you in the back. Stab, well, I don't know. They even they stab you right in front now. They don't, they don't even wait. They just do it right in your face and then tell you, this is my truth. This, what's your truth? This is my truth. This is the policy. Yeah, this is the policy. What, what, what policy? And it's nothing you, personal. It's business. Yeah, yeah. and this is, this, is, this is the society that we, that we live in now. Now, as, as believers, you're a believer in the Messiah. I'm a believer in the Messiah's Christ. Yes, we are. And as believers, how do we reconcile the struggle between the Scripture, what the Bible says about the end times and the headlines? you got the end times and the headlines, and either the end times... Prophecies are talking about the headlines, or the headlines are a reflection of the fulfillment of those prophecies. But how do you reconcile living in the modern world, waiting for the king to come back to establish his earthly domain and his reign? How do you do that? Well, I can speak, my opinion is just enduring and understanding that whatever you see around you is not a reflection of what is really going on. So God said it himself, you know, the book of Isaiah, Zephaniah, all the prophecies. He's telling us, beloved, consider it not strange regarding these fiery trials, regarding these uh-huh. animosities that we're surrounded by. 
Mm-hmm. Everything that is happening around us is not a surprise. It is meant to be. So if anything, we need to rejoice because the prophecies are being fulfilled and that should strengthen our faith, yeah. not derail it from it. Yeah. The problem is a lot of people are such, they have such a weak faith that they see a little bit of struggle, a little bit of things not going their way and they'll start panicking because they think that God promised them sunshine and rainbows every single day. Well, the American dream, a picket fence, sunshine and rainbow, right? This is American dream, but not God's dream. See, American dream is not God's dream. It's American's dream. It's God is God's, not an American. Uh, well, no, he's not. And, and he's not belonging to any nation or any ethnicity. He created all ethnicities and all nations and chose one to introduce to all nations, the nation of Israel, to introduce to all nations and Gentiles to come under the promised covenant of Abraham and the Davidic reign. And that comes and fulfilled through the Messiah. I mean, even in the Quran, Jesus ends it all. Even in the Quran, Jesus is the ultimate that comes and ends it all. You know, and it's funny, every major faith has that messianic, uh, um, what am I trying to say? Savior, redeemer, right? Some haven't called him that. They haven't mm-hmm. called him Yeshua. They haven't called him Jesus. They haven't called him the Messiah. But the, the Jewish believers... Uh, the Muslims and the Christians, and then you got a few other kind of mystic people that that would acknowledge that, and then you got the cult groups, mm-hmm. right? Not that so much as Jehovah Witnesses, but to some degree, but very little. But you got the Mormons; they recognize that, right? And we can argue about uh, what is the position of Jesus? Did he come in the flesh? Did he not? Uh, is he just a prophet? Is he more than a prophet? He's the Son of God. Is it God incarnate? Is it three and one, or one and one and one? At, at the end of the day. Uh, our position or perspective on it doesn't change it. God is who he is, whether yeah. you see it, believe it, or acknowledge it or not. God's going to do what he does uh, with no regard of your opinion of it. And that's mm-hmm. the gravity of God. He's not waiting for us to agree with him or to understand it. He's going to do it anyway. Yeah. And thank God it did, he does. <laughs> right. If God was subject to our opinion and to what we do, the world would be destroyed <laughs> exactly. way quicker than Sodom and Gomorrah. Exactly. And so many believers have fear of that because, as you said earlier, you're looking at the headlines and you're fearing what? The, the Democrats? The Republicans? Why? Yeah. Fear God. What, what are we worrying about ISIS or Al-Qaeda? Why? The Chinese or the Russians or the Mexicans at the end of the border? Why? What, what, what is all of this when we are men and women of God who should be trusting and putting our faith in God. First of all, as you said earlier, why not rejoice when you see these things happening? The Antichrist system has to come into power. What are we complaining about? What, don't these things have to happen in order for the other thing to happen, yes, which, is the, which is the new world, the new heaven, the new earth, the coming of the Messiah? So what are we really complaining about? We were reading the other day about Matthew what, 24 and Isaiah. Isaiah 24. 24, right, 42 backwards. And what, and, what, and what were we reading about? Talking about the end, the coming back of the Messiah. Uh-huh. Jesus explains uh-huh. what's going to happen uh-huh. once he comes back. Uh-huh. And he was telling us, well, fear not, and do not be tempted to believe in all other false messiahs. Uh-huh. People uh-huh. who say, I'm here, I am there, he is uh-huh. here. No. Said when, Jesus said, when I'm coming back, you will know. You will know. You will know. You will know. And, and, he, and didn't he say... Something to this effect that you, when, not only when you come back, you will know, but when I come back, I want to find you busy doing my work. Yeah, not, not sitting, complaining. Not, not sitting or doing uh, uh, cocktail parties to kill yourself because he's coming through the clouds. I want to find you busy in the midst of 
doing the work of the kingdom. See, we, we've lost sight of God's work. It's all about our kingdom, but it's God's kingdom. As believers, we've lost sight. We can't complain about the world. They don't follow him. We do. So how do they learn that if we're not busy doing the work of the kingdom? What, what, is, what is that work? What well, the work is to spread the good news. So many people that still do not know about the coming of Jesus. They still haven't heard the gospel. They have no concept of God. They, they're, they're still sleeping. They're the walking dead, still living in the matrix and yeah. haven't been woken up. Yeah. And we just need to wake them up. We need to knock them on the head and, and punch them with the gospel. And he told them how to do that was to be a light amongst them. Amen. And not, not come to my church or come to my, my, my concert, to be a light amongst where people live. We, it's a difference in being a witness and sharing it the good news of being an example, God told Israel to go into Canaan and preach at them. Nope, never did. He said, walk amongst them, but do not become them. Ah. Time to take a little break. We'll be right back. 